0: Alright, welcome to another episode of Jen and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. this thing's going oh let me move my mic gotta make some fucking adjustments here buddy is sitting in my lap he was not gonna take no for an answer this time little it's little bastard but let's jump into the show all right first one up gang you guys know how I do this thing right especially on the way home I just hit it on YouTube right It's on autoplay and basically whatever fucking happens is what fucking happens. And I I was sitting there and it's almost, I almost regret that I heard this shit, but then I'm like, you know what? It get, get kind of repetitive. But the bottom line is, excuse me. That was a belch. Hashtag unprofessional. It's shit like this that is potentially lethal. And so we're going to just jump right in. Gang, it's that discuss ridiculous discussion that these level Christians again I'm openly acknowledging I'm not talking about all my Christian brothers and sisters but it's Christians on this level and it was basically how do you talk to gay people right but before I get into his bullshittery let, let Uncle Bobby answer that question like fucking people how hard is that right And it's like that fucking um the Trinity shit right and y'all have heard it, Lord knows I, Lord. We've all heard this bullshit that the Trinity is one of the most, you know, complicated, convoluted, you know, concepts in all of Christianity. The greatest theologians have still been trying to wrap their mind around this convoluted. It's like, no, it's not convoluted at all. It's actually quite simple. And it's just a bunch of bullshit, right? I think I told you, and it actually more than one. I had a Christian was like, okay, okay, Robert, I'm I'm going to explain the Trinity, okay? It's very complicated. God is Jesus. Jesus is God. And together, they make a Holy Ghost. But hold on, Robert, hold on, hold on, hold on. God is not Jesus. Jesus is not God. And together they don't make a Holy Ghost. I know, I know it's very complicated. I mean, we've been trying to figure this out for the last 1,700 years, Robert. It's like, why didn't y'all just come to me? That's just fucking stupid. That's it. I just solved your fucking problem. Pay me fucking 10% of your income now. All of you, right? And so the whole, how do we talk to gay people? Again, like people. Gang, if I meet a dude, you know, between now and the beginning of the NFL football season, and it turns out that he's a Saints fan, here's how this conversation goes. Hey, um, the first game, you want to watch it at my crib or yours? Whether John likes to suck or dick or not is irrelevant to the fact that he can say who that with the best of them. So I was like, well, how do we talk to homosexuals? Like people. But like their fucking trinity, when your foundation of your discussion and worldview is sitting on some bullshit, yeah, it gets a little bit complicated. When you're still trying to explain how a donkey and a snake talk, how a little girl who never got dick down got pregnant, yeah, I can see how, how to talk to gay people, how that's super complicated, right? But before I get into... He I'm going to hit his buzzwords, which is kind of a new thing with Christians, with conservatives, with conservative Christians. And what they do is they control the conversation by throwing in these mutated ass words. You're not really aware of it. You're just nodding your head like, yeah, okay. Next thing you know, you're agreeing with them, right? Especially the ones that make a living off this, like, fuck face Frank Turret, right? He'll throw that up on his fucking cross-examined bullshit and act like he won. Like, um, what's a natural marriage? Gang, just in case you aren't aware, but I got to get a little bit more comfortable. Again, my first, ah, there it is. Oh, this won't be so bad. My first episode with Buddy on my lap. Again, he just wasn't going to take no for an answer. But just in case you guys aren't aware, there's really no such fucking thing as natural marriage, right? But th- they'll throw that into a sentence and you just you nod your head at the rest of it. Completely ignoring natural marriage, and then what they do is again they'll post that bullshit. Like, see, even the people who want gay marriage think that you know natural marriage is the best. Shut the fuck up! What the fuck is natural marriage, right? And and again, and then they, and, and again, what's so hard? Again, they don't evolve. They 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 never take in new information. Again, these are the assholes who just continue to shuffle up the numbers in an addition equation, and then act like they got a different number. Well, they didn't, right? When I was a kid, it was, we hate faggots. Now the shit that they say, it sounds nicer, but it's still the same shit, and that's they hate faggots, right? And so it, what is so hard about simply saying gay? What's so fucking hard about simply saying lesbian? Why is, why is this so fucking convoluted? Instead, again, they talk about it like it's the disorder they think it is, right? And it's like coming in and then it's like, you know, I hate to tell you this, big guy, but you know, you got, you got testicular cancer. Oh, not testicular cancer! Oh my God! No, it's like, well, you, you know, John is same sex attracted, right? I mean, it's well, just say that John is gay. Invite him to the fucking game watching party and shut the fuck up. But again, they they sneak in these mutated definitions. Then again, you're like, yeah, John is same-sex attracted. Just John is fucking gay. Right? And I remember, uh, I I can't remember which one of my episodes. Was it my path to atheism one? Oh, and I got to put my feet down. Shit, buddy. You're going to make this a hard fucking episode. And now Papa wants to get up and go out. But he's going to have to wait a little while because I've got a fucking Q-tip on my lap. Okay, now he's got to go. Fuck me. Hashtag episode mood killer. Come on, Papa. Shit. You'll be back in 10 minutes when to bring his monkey ass back inside. All right, where the fuck was I? We got to focus. Come on, buddy. Uh, I'll just bring the table to me. (laughs) It's easier this way. Okay, where the fuck was I? Marriage equality. It was some shit like that. I got to remember to start writing these points down. But again, it's how they control the conversation. I'll get back on track here in a little bit. The whole same-sex attracted. I really am trying to figure where the fuck it all was going. Thanks a lot, Papa. You really fucked this portion up. But, again, they don't evolve. They don't take in new information. Again, they just shuffle the numbers around and act like they got a different fucking answer. Again, all you have to know about John is that John is a fucking Saints fan. Right? And, again, it's like same-sex attracted. It's not a disorder. It's not a disease. And that's where I was going with this. God damn it. Sometimes I'm good. It's that I think it was my path to atheism uh, episode where, again, I told you people were inviting me to their church service. And, oh, we got to get Robert back to the flock and all this other bullshit. And they took me to the month of sexual sin. And the first one up, the uh, the lady, who, the main lady who invited me. She she took me off to the side. This was like on a Friday. You no know, services in two days. She's she's got to prep me. She's got to prep me. Now you know, Robert. Not a lot of people know this, but you know that the guy who's giving Trey, I think his name was Fuck you, Trey. He he's taking over for Matt Carter. Fuck Matt Carter, uh, he, he, because he has experience. His his sister is no one knows. No one knows, Robert. His sister same sex attracted. <laughs> she's same sex attracted, and he's gonna. <laughs> You gonna talk about the same-sex attract gang? I went there, and sure enough, he talked about his. He never said sister, cause that was a big secret, right? You get her, her. It's it's anonymous. It's like pedophile. No fucker. That's called a fucking priest. There's your fucking social disease. There's your disorder. And the whole time he talked about her, he talked about her like she had committed a fucking crime but that's how they get their fucking point across. That's why they have to have 2,000-year-old discussions on how to talk to homosexuals, because they see it as a disease. Now, again, whether I say, fuck you, or fuck you, I'm still saying, fuck you. The message hasn't changed. Oh, buddy, no, you wanna, hey, buddy, what's going on? Uh, he wants bread. We'll get you bread at the halftime break, buddy. But my message hasn't changed, just the tone of my voice. Right? Apparently, God still hates gay people. Right? It's just before when I was a kid, God just came up and shot you in your face. Now he hugs you, and in the middle of a warm embrace, he fucking prison shanks you so many fucking times you bleed to death. The end result's still the same, right? And so at the end of the day, it's all the care and concern and. We still have to talk to them with love. I mean, it's still not God's best. And, you know, so this is how you talk to a homosexual. I mean, and and it's like, okay, fuck you. And and when you go into the conversation with the belief that the person across from you is a disease, then that's you're going to sound like a fucking asshole. And when I said in the beginning that these conversations are lethal, they are. Because what this fucker, he brought up two examples, right? And the first one was the guy, a gay guy, went to this pastor for counseling. Gang, if you've got a problem, I've said before, if you think you need a Jesus to be a good person, fine. Everything else, go to a fucking professional, right? Don't go to these fucking Christians for any kind of fucking counseling. Again, if if the person thinks that a donkey can actually speak Hebrew, they're bound to give you some bullshit ass advice medically. So don't listen to him, right? But this poor bastard went to fucking this asshole pastor, right? You know, how do I get past being gay? I, I want to serve the Lord. And really long story short, what ended up happening was he repented. You know, he threw himself down before the church and I'm a horrible faggot. I'm a horrible person. And all this, and they're praising him and everything else. Well, guess what? Guess who woke up the next morning still wanting a dick in his ass? Are you shot? And he came back to the pastor the next week and was like, "I I don't get it. I did everything you told me to do. The like, gang, I'm seriously in my car. I'm like, it's because you're gay. Let it go, <laughs> right? Run away from this fucking church. Again, believe in God all you want, but when your God makes you emotionally suffer, your God's an asshole. And so the pastor's tremendous advice was, let me turn that off. Uh, Oh, again, it's another thing they do, right? It's like, look, just because you gave your life to Christ doesn't mean you're still not going to, you know, struggle with sin. I mean, oh, man, I've been happily married and I fuck all the times. But I know you can't because you're a dirty sodomite faggot. So, I mean, oh, you're still going to struggle. You're still going to struggle. gang. that's not advice. That is hate. Again, I don't care how big your grin is. I don't care that you poured him a cup of coffee. You spiritually, whatever the fuck that word means, you literally just kicked this person in the chest. I'm talking straight up King Leonidas. This is Sparta kind of kick to the fucking chest. You didn't help that dude out. All you did was further torture him. And the other thing this fucker says before I close this portion up, before I have a fucking stroke. Uh, what was it? Oh, one of his success stories. Yeah, success. And I've heard many a Christian say this bullshit too. And that is, um, what is it? Oh, they choose the path of celibacy. I mean, I still, and yeah, my name is Joanna and I just saw Rebecca and God damn, I want to hit that. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I, I know I'm 24 years old. I got a lot of fucking in front of me, (laughs) but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to gang. And like I said before, there is nothing wrong with fucking. And when I say fucking, I mean, fucking. I've been saying this since I was a kid, literally since I was a kid. If it's not sex, it's either rape or masturbation. Right. If the, if everyone is on the up and up, I, again, I don't care. You and a guy, you and a girl, you and three guys, you and five girls, you and three boys, three boys, one guy, one guy. I don't give a shit, right? That 20-some-odd-year-old woman, that 20-some-odd-year-old man has a long life full of fucking, and the world is better when we're all coming. Tell me I'm wrong. Fuck you if you think I am. Seriously. And these people are being tortured with celibacy. Again, I don't know about you guys, I love to fuck. And I've told you, my personal life's a little fucked up right now. So being able to think about sex is a little bit of a challenge right now. But when I get up and over, oh, you better believe, Uncle Bobby's going to the fucking 10-meter springboard. He's doing a a five-and-a-half fucking tuck with a pike with 77 twists, and I'm landing in some ass. You can believe that, Jack. I'm backstroking. I'm breaststroking. I'm fucking doing the butterfly it's going to be fantastic. Life is better when we're all fucking. I Like I said, I've never been mad when the man gravy comes out. And this fucker is telling people a very natural portion of your life, you can't have it. Oh, and there was one more before I move on. Because Again, I'm about to have a stroke. He talked about his other success stories where gay guys, lesbian women, married a member of the opposite sex to make God happy. Again, gang, these messages are fucking lethal. They are. Because again, when you wake up the next day, if your name is Susie and you're a lesbian and fucking you still want to munch down on some meat curtains, you wake up the next morning, that desire still there. And you hate yourself for it. You think you're disappointing your God. Well, guess what? That version, again, I'm not here to strip anything away from you. If you want to believe in a God, knock yourself out. But your God should make you feel happy, healthy, and fucking whole. And if you ask me, I'm not a believer, but if you ask me, your God should fucking celebrate every single part of you. No no one's hurt, despite what the hardcore Christian conservatives will tell you. No one is hurt when you're fucking. Right? If your name is John, And you see Bill walk across, and boy, that ass looks good in a pair of jeans, right? You want to bust some cheeks, Jack? You're like, boy, if that fucker's single, he's going to have a hard time tonight, literally a hard time. But you tried to pray your gay away, and guess what? It went nowhere. And what happens when we forbid an activity? Texas is getting ready to find out, right? We just forbade, legally forbade abortion in this country. All you do is make whatever you have uh, put the kibosh on, that activity goes darker. That's all that happens. That That's truly it. So again, gang, if you're God, again, if there is your God, if your God is real to you, <laughs> Uncle Bobby, the atheist, the humanist, more importantly, the humanist, your God should make you feel happy, healthy, and fucking whole. No, you're, someone being jealous of someone else's purse. I don't even believe in the concept of sin, right? So when they sit there and tell you, oh, I wanted a purse that I can't afford, shut the fuck up. And then they'll turn around and say, I know what it's like being gay. I mean, I wanted a purse. And I'm a sinner. I deserve hell. Don't listen to them. They're full of shit. All right, that was lovely, wasn't it? We're gonna move on to another fucking topic. But before we move on to another topic, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right, gang. One, it took me, what, three seasons to figure this shit out. I didn't even start drinking the gin from a thermal cup. Gang, it is so hot and humid. It's, it's humid right now. When I pulled in, it was only 84. By, by Texas standards, that, I, I should be wearing a jacket, but it is so fucking humid. I just turned my air on when I got home. Thankfully, I'm not on fucking the ERCOT system. Fucking buddy, Bubba, and Papa, and everyone else would fucking be boiling up in this bitch. Again, I understand why you assholes want to come down here. <laughs> on top of our fucking government being run by a clown show, it is human as shit. And I would sit there and I'd pour fucking gin on the rocks. Within the first five minutes, it's completely watered down. But I got out the people's uh, thermal cup, so let me see. Hold on. Yeah, for the most part. Hold on. Let's take a. Yeah, that was a test drink. Yeah, still fucking good to go. All right, let's move on. The homeless gang. There was a very interesting fucking conversation at work, right? And it was all spurred on because someone showed me a video. Straight up, two homeless people were fucking, right? And it was like nine thirty in the morning. I guess I kind of had the common decency to put a sheet over him, but there was no question that he was fucking, right? And some lady who was driving her kids to school took out her camera and filmed those two fucking and then posted it, right? And, you know, it tagged in, I guess, whoever the fuck, Greg Fuckface Abbott, Steve Fuckface Bell on Austin for fucking, what was it, Cancun, even though he told us, don't go anywhere during COVID. Fuck you, Steve Adler. And she probably tagged them in. And saying, you know, hey, you got to do something about this. We were talking about it and I was like, yo, do I think that's, uh, classy? Yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> but again, I, I almost refuse to call it the homeless problem because it, it's, 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 you got to ch- humanity. Again, why does it take the fucking atheist to tell a room full of Christians? These are still people. And I was trying to explain to this lady. So gang, I'm not a fan of spiders. Now, I'm just not. I never have been. And the bigger, the hairier, the more I'm just like, if there was a fucking bazooka, I'm not even a gun person. I'd blow your monkey ass off the fucking wall. I don't care if I ruin my house, right? And I was one of the 20, what was it, 20-some-odd thousand Americans stuck in Mexico during Hurricane Wilma. Hurricane Wilma was a fucking cunt. I did my due diligence and I kept in contact with the resort and was like, Nope, we're fine. We're fine. It's going to miss us. I looked online. I checked out all the weather reports and sure enough, Wilma was going to fucking go take a hard right, stop and just shoot off into the, uh, the Gulf of Mexico. That's all published reports said you will be fine. Gang. When I got there, that bitch stood right on top of the Yucatan Peninsula for four and a half straight days. When me and my ex-wife landed, we, uh, we took our little cabbie thing to the fucking um, resort. They were boarding it up, and I was like, this is going to be bad. And I'm like, okay, you know, we'll at least get one night. We'll try and hop a plane. We're going to eat some money, but let's just get back to Austin where it's safe. Wrong, mister! You had time to go to your room. Put your shit in there. Leave it. You're allowed to put, like, enough to fill up, like, a lunch sack. Grab one pillow, and if it's a couple like us, you can share one blanket. Gang. Okay, they literally put us on yellow dog school buses and drove us five hours west, uh, northeast, west to Mr. Hurricane. I spent four and a half days on a concrete floor in a shelter. Now, where that shelter was... Was fucking right next to like a jungle, woodsy area. Now, for a guy who does not like spiders, and by not like spiders, legit arachnophobia. And fuck, any last one of you who sends me a picture of a spider, I will block you. Serious. Twice, gang, I woke up next to a tarantula the size of my fucking hand. If you haven't seen my hand, let's just say they're not small. Twice. And when I say right next to me, I mean right next to me. Close, as close to me as Buddy is on top of me, right? And I remember rolling over. I saw the spider. I was like, oh, that just happened. And I rolled back over. I lied, to you not. And I remember when I got back to uh, Texas, I was talking to the closest thing I'll ever have to a spiritual advisor, Simon. And I was telling him about that experience. And basically he said, look, when you have been stripped down, when you were in that kind of situation, you, you stripped back all that is unnecessary. Your fear of spiders had nothing to do with your survival. So kind of emotionally, you dumped it. And you know what, he was absolutely right. I needed to eat, I needed to shit, I needed to drink clean water, say as clean as I could be, and because of my personality, protect my wife. Right, and he was right. My fear of spiders had nothing to do with surviving in that moment. My point, bringing that up, gang, and I was trying to tell the people, it's like, oh, oh, homeless people are fucking, oh, they're fucking horrible people. I was like, look, when you've been eating out of a dumpster, when you just, again, you just lost a verbal confrontation with an empty Folgers fucking coffee can, right? You people step over you; they have more emotional wherewithal for roaches than homeless people. They hate you up. You've been stripped of everything. What's fucking at nine thirty in the morning underneath a bridge on I thirty five to them? Right now, I was trying to tell that lady that, and I was like, "Yo, you're looking at it from your point of view, right? You you have a very nice house, you have a very handsome husband. She does. You anytime y'all want to fuck, you go into that fucking master bedroom that's the size of my house and fucking you t- punch a ticket to Poundtown, Jack. Have some fun." Right. You've you you got layers of emotional protection. They do not. Right. And it's just like you're you're still looking at them as problems instead of humans. And actually, one of the first questions that popped in my head was, why are you filming two homeless people fucking? You nasty bastard. I mean, it's like the Howard Stern show in the late 90s. Y'all remember that? Well, I sat and I listened to the Howard Stern show for 12 hours straight. Now, I was offended on this, and it was like, why don't you turn off Howard Stern? No one's making you watch Howard Stern. Yeah, it's a little bit jarring when you sit and you realize, what is he doing? Oh, my God, he's fucking. Yeah, step on the gas pedal. Take your fucking brats to school, right? That was the first thing that popped in my head. I had to bring it up to these two. But again, it's like, you're looking at it from your point of view. Right. You have a very comfortable life. And again, congratulations. And you have 17 layers of emotional bullshit put on top of you. Right. I mean, I still in one of them, I still have to. One of the biggest things I always ask, like when I was like, well, you get the fuck up. Right. Oh, language, language, language. That's not ladylike. And my question is always, what's the definition of ladylike? Right. Again, so again, you, you, when you're worried about that shit, yeah, you've got time to sit here and worry about things like two homeless people fucking underneath the bridge, right? But again, it, it I guess my main portion of this gang is there's still people. When you treat them like objects, right, this is almost what you get, <laughs> Jack. But the other thing that we were talking about was because I made the mention that no one chooses to be homeless, and one of them piped, I was like, yes, they do. I was like, no, they don't. Actually, no, they don't. Right. And it was like, well, you know, yeah, I think she volunteered someplace and she, I, I, she had like three examples of people who had hit some hard times and their family wanted to take them in and they said no. It was like, well, see, Robert, he chose to be homeless. I'm like, if that's all you hear, then that is so fucking surface level. I don't know if you already have this conversation. Let's say everything what you just mentioned was absolutely true. He hit hard times, family member offered him, you know, a home or, you know, at least a couch to sleep on for a week. And he said, no, to me, I'm like, that's a deeper story. Why didn't you want to stay there? Right. What excuse me, what kind of abusive bullshit ass situation when the streets are your better option? It makes me wonder, what are you hiding from? Right. And then there was one where he like he checked himself out of rehab. It's like you can stop right there. Right. You're 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 looking at, at least in this case, you're looking at his disease. As him, if someone walks out of rehab, they've got a monkey on their back that you probably that you can't imagine. It's bigger than I just want to go get drunk. I just want to bump some coat. I want to hit the meth. Again, no, no one goes to their high school guidance calendar and says, put me on the path of fucked up business. I want to be the best at it. Right? If if you are drowning your sorrows in alcohol, hashtag I need to stop talking. You're, you're probably running from something. But all she saw was the alcohol. All she saw was, well, this person just didn't want to live with their people. So they chose to be homeless. Fuck them. Again, if you stop at the first sentence and yeah, you're right. But you got to do the dot, dot, ah, fuck me. Okay, this is getting good. Hold on, that's homeless. Okay, all right. (laughs) Gang, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm pressing on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin
1: and Truth. Let's go. Let's go. And truth let us know. Let
0: us Right, I'm true. black. Let's keep this train going. So gang, as I'm wrapping up the homeless discussion here. Again, this lady kept seeing them as a disease, as a problem. And again, if all you see is their addiction, their what you think is outlandish sexual behavior, you're, 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 you're so much on the surface. You you are exactly the person who fucking weed whacks a weed in the middle of their yard. And then in two weeks, you're stupid enough to sit there and act shocked and surprised when that fucking weed is right back where you found it. You haven't gone to the root of the fucking problem, right? No, I'm not comparing the people to weeds, but again, all they're seeing is what's here on top, right? He does cocaine. He does meth. He doesn't want to get better. Hey, fuck face. You ever stop to think there's a reason why he's doing those drugs? Well, he had an opportunity to stay with his rich uncle. He could have been living in the lap of luxury. He wanted to be homeless. Hey, fuck face. Do you ever stop to think there's a reason why he would much rather be on the fucking streets eating from a dumpster than living with an uncle worth $17 million? Again, when you're not willing to go any further than just this ridiculous surface-ass discussion, you're going to have that person's mindset, gang. We're going to move on to another incredibly cheery topic. It's not cheery at all. But hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious gin and truth. Let's go. All right, game. One of my students is a family attorney and man, I have heard some fucked up ass shit come out of this beautiful person's mouth. She's literally one of my idols. And I remember her telling me once <clears throat> and now I remember the reason why. <laughs> so I, I had a, a particularly difficult case one of my students, and it it was hard. It was very hard to the point where, again, I, I needed someone with a bigger legal <laughs> viewpoint, right? Yeah, I'm leaving out a lot of shit. And she was telling me when it's time to take cases like this to trial, like what I was describing, she told me, Robert, when I look in the jury box and I realize that it's majority men in the jury box. She says, my chances of winning that case have just gone up, not down gang, up. When I look in that jury box, Robert, and it's majority women, she's like, I- I'm in the shitter. I am not bringing this one home, right? And I remember her saying, Robert, women hate women. I don't have that vantage point. I've got a dick, I've always had a dick, I'm just going to take a word for it, at least in this portion of the profession, right? And gang, I, oh, oh, buddy's knocked the fuck out. I put him back on his comfort. <laughs> Excuse me. But my my point in bringing that up. So I had a new student, two of them. It, uh, it, it was hard gang, we did infinitely more talking today because it's just one of those, I got to straighten your mindset out first. <laughs> Before you learn any joint locks or anything else, we got to get in your head first. And one of the people was talking about, you know, the whole Me Too, me Too movement and this person started mocking, you know, oh, oh, oh he, he flirted with me. And, you know, And she just really disparaged some of the complaints that we've heard over the last several years. Right. And and I remember that what got me to say, you know, what, you got stop talking. You seriously stop talking. She said two things. One was just put his, your knee in his balls. Gang, I will tell you exactly what it is I tell the women who in my who especially come to my self-defense seminars, the groups. It's easy to sit here and tell me what you would do in a stressful situation. But you know what? Chances are whatever you're going to say, you're not going to do. Again, I keep, my, especially my seminars, I keep them very lighthearted. At the end of the day, it's like, look, just learn how to move around another person's body. Because if you don't have the martial arts experience, you'd be shocked on how hard it is for people to simply touch another person. Serious, right? And just keeping it real, especially women. A lot of the ladies I uh, teach defense to, they're my age. And that is the sugar and spice and everything nice crowd. A woman's mouth is closed and her legs are crossed. Right? When your husband wants your opinion, he will give it to you. So, I mean, it that should be a whole nother show. But she's like, just kick him in his balls. And I said, you wouldn't kick him in his balls. You know how I know? Because you're sitting here telling me you would. And you've never been in a fist fight. None of these people. No one fought. At least not in Austin, where I live. It's like, so if you've never been in a fist fight, you mean to tell me you were, you were facing the worst crime on the fucking planet, and that is the crime of rape. You think all of a sudden, you're gonna turn into fucking Cynthia Rothrock? God damn, I look, who knows Cynthia Rothrock? Y'all remember her? God damn. Alright, you know what, for my main girl, Cynthia motherfucking Rothrock. Hashtag, I still have a crush on her. Hold on, you know what time it is. God damn, I can't believe I pulled that one up. <laughs> you don't know who that is? Look her up. But again, sitting here and telling me how tough you would be when the worst day you've ever had is you literally breaking a nail, but all of a sudden, you know, I just kick him in the balls. Don't tell her what to do when you haven't done it yourself. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing, and then it really shook me. And I was like, we got to change your fucking mindset. And that is a lot of these women, like from the Me Too movement, she, God damn, it's almost making me sick. Hold up. I just got to take a squig just because. Oh, God damn. She said a lot of these women were asking for it. Flirting with the guy. Low cut shirt. All this bullshit. And I straight up told her, you know, I got a great idea. I have a better idea. Why don't we teach boys not to rape instead of teaching girls how to dress? The in-game, I, this is a guy, me, talking to a woman, her. I'm having to check her shitty attitude. And I just, I was like, yo, we can't even get into the physical part. I got to change your fucking mindset. And it brought me to a conversation I had a long time ago with someone else. Excuse me. Hashtag unprofessional. I've I got another one. Hold on. Shit. Goddamn. And, and it was when Me Too was really taking off. And this one person, a woman, she was sitting here talking about, you know, how bullshit it, all this is. And, you know, well, she worked with, uh, in a room full of other male engineers and, in our internship and the people slapped her ass and whistled and hey, baby, let me hit flap them skins. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, Robert, I made it. Didn't bother me. Tell those other ladies to shut up. I was like, okay, I'm not even going to sit here and doubt you. Maybe it didn't bother you at all, but because it didn't bother you doesn't mean it doesn't bother the lady coming up after you following the same engineering program. Right. And then I remember one when, again, when the Me Too thing was really taken off steam. And this is how you know when people are listening to fucking Fox News and they are fucking brilliant at this. And like I've said before a million times, a lot of our problems is that we are not having the same conversations. Right. And I remember because Fox was saying, you know, well, there's no clear cut definition of what sexual harassment is, but yeah, actually, yeah, there is. We actually have a legal definition of sexual harassment we actually have a legal definition of sexual uh, assault there are definitions for all this shit but when you look at the fucking foxes of the world that's what they were kicking at the time it's like the whole Colin Kaepernick thing right oh he doesn't know what he wants I mean he just hates America (laughs) shut the fuck up right oh Robert why, 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 why Neil why not just have a press conference and again which one of the two dozen press conferences would you like to talk about and so, again, it's just uh, it just really struck a nerve with me today, gang. You know, oh, well, most of these women are asking for it. Have you seen the way they dress? Okay. If she comes to work bucket ass naked, that is still not an invitation for you to put any of your body parts inside of her body parts. That's not how it works. If Susie Q... Likes wearing short skirts cause for whatever her fucking motivation, then that's up to Susie Q. How she dresses is in no way, shape and form a fucking invitation. It's not. You know what? It's an actual invitation. A fucking invitation. Right? And even if she has invited you in her house, she's still, she's still Has the right to say no at any time during that act. What is so hard to figure out? So, again, stop it. Change your mindset. Right? You're sitting there at a pool. Every woman is fucking in a 1920s bathing suit. One lady's in a fucking bikini. She's hot as shit. She's not telling you to come and jerk off on her chest. You know why she's wearing that bikini? Yeah, neither do I. That's her fucking business. That's her whatever motivated her to put her body in that fucking bikini. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Right? I mean, again, it's just before we go any further on this topic, a lot of minds apparently still have to be changed. This was a conversation from like four hours ago, not 40 years ago. I literally just had someone tell me a lot of these women are asking for it. I just thought that was incredibly sad. Incredibly sad. Gang Uncle Bobby's gonna do y'all a favor. This is going to be a long episode. (laughs) Because here was another conversation that I heard. It's the, and I've never really gotten into why, but I'm gonna do y'all a favor today. You know, hold on, we're switching gears. Shit, don't break tradition. And because I almost broke tradition, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Putting this over here. So I still got Buddy over here, and I don't want to spill my drink on this lovely, lovely laptop from the world's greatest sound engineer. Thank you, TMI. But where the fuck was I? Oh, that stuff. All right. So there was actually a conversation on Monday at work, and it's still the whole why is it that when two black guys call each other nigger, it's okay? But if me or my son or my husband say it, I'm a racist. Normally, I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't know. Is there a question in there somewhere? Right? So Uncle Bobby's actually going to break it down. So, gang, I, I think I speak for every one of us in the Negroidal delegation, especially in the year 2021. When I, we hear a white person bring this up, like, why can't I say it? You got to understand what we hear. I know you think you're asking a legit question. This is what we hear. This is what we hear. Come on, come on. Give me some permission. What? I've I've been waiting since 8 a.m. to call your black ass a nigga. Come on, come on. Let me say it. Let me say it. Just one, just one penalty-free nigga. Come on, come on. Give it to me. That's all we hear. You think you're having an intelligent-ass conversation. All I hear is, clearly you're not my friend. I don't know why this is still raging on. And let me, uh, let me tell you what, for the 20 billionth time, white people have been calling black people niggers literally since the late 1600s. And it has never been a problem until rap music started. Who knew? (laughs) Right? And it is like, again, again, but like I said the last time, everyone knows A rapist, a rape survivor, nobody knows a rapist. Everyone knows a black person who has had some sort of racial injustice done to them, but nobody knows a fucking racist. I would say, hmm, that sounds funny, but it's not, right? So again, if at all this time you still are calling black people or still having this debate on why you can't call me a nigger, again, I, I can't stop you. I cannot stop you. But I'm going to tell you the exact same thing my old man told me about everything on this fucking planet. Every decision has a five minutes after. I can't tell you what to do. I, I can't. All I can say is, can you handle the five minutes after? I can't tell my white brothers and sisters not to call black people niggers. Go ahead. Literally knock yourself out. Go ahead. I can't stop you. But you can't stop the next five minutes. So you just have to decide whether it's worth it. So again, at this stage, again, you aren't looking for a clarification. Your monkey ass is looking for permission. But to get really technical, what I told this person at work was, there are times when the exact same, I think I've told you all this before, I'm going to say it again. Hashtag, this is important. The exact same thing can have two totally different definitions. It can and I told the lady who brought this up, again, like, I assume that you and your husband are in a monogamous relationship, right? Pretty safe to assume she was a Christian. That's all they pound their chest about. I was like, yeah, of course. Now, I'm not asking for details, but I assume that you and your husband have sex. I didn't even let her answer the question. That, that's between her, her husband, and her God. And it's like, yo, whatever you and your husband do, in your bedroom, on the kitchen table, in your son's room when he's not home, whatever the fuck, on a camera so you can, that's for you guys. And what we call that is sex. Now, even if you do the exact same routine with your next-door neighbor's husband, we call that an affair. Sometimes the exact same thing can have two totally different fucking definitions. That's why when I go up to my boy Bobo, they I'm like, Bobes, what's up, niggas? Haven't seen you in a while. Let's go grab a drink. He's like, all right, let's go do this. He doesn't blink twice. But if this lady's son, who's literally a fucking toehead, right, he's like, hey, nigger, how's it going? Bye-bye. We're going to lay his monkey ass out. Membership has its privileges, motherfuckers, and you didn't earn the stripes. Now you get to take a nap, right? Again, let's say she has the greatest stroke game of all time. And every Tuesday and Thursday, she spits in her hand, and she gives her husband the greatest hand job he's ever had. Hey, congratulations. Good on you, Jack. That's a great way to start the day. Like I said before, no one's mad when the man gravy comes out. Never. Never in recorded history. Now, if she comes and sees me at my place of work and does the exact same thing, hashtag she needs to use two hands. She can make a man nut in 7.5 strokes exactly. Sure game is that good, that spot on. First and foremost, I'm going to say, hell yeah. Who doesn't want a nut? For your husband, it's a little more in glory. It's a little hand job. Go ahead and get it. But if you do it to me, it's called an affair. Are you starting to follow me now? You want to know why it is? I can say it. But when your son says it, he's going to get beat the fuck up. So again, and I still remember, and one more on this topic before I move on. I remember one of my thought questions because there was, I can't remember what was going on uh, across the countryside. But one of my thought questions at work because, man, the white people there were just going nuts. And it has something to do with race and the word nigger. And I was asking, I was like, you're having a more guttural reaction to the word nigger than I am. Right? Uh, What's up? (laughs) right, And I'm thinking about one lady in particular. She looked like she was having a fucking orgasm. She looked like she had just came 17 times. Who, 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 no touching. Who, who, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. I'm like, I'm a black dude from the fucking south, and I don't act like that when I hear the word nigger. So my point is, you know it's wrong. Out of one side of your mouth, you're saying, and I've been told this, and I'm sure... My Negro brothers and sisters have heard it too. It's so bad, Robert, that not even black people should say it. So you're acknowledging that you know this is fucked up. That's out of one side of your mouth. And out of the other side of your mouth, what does your monkey ass do? Well, why can't I call you a nigger, Robert? I didn't say you can't. Again, go ahead, roll the dices, and take your chances. But there's going to be a five minutes after. Can you handle... The five minutes after, right? So again, uh, I'm sure I'll end up talking about it again because I'm sure it'll come up yet again. But for today, again, gang, sometimes the exact same shit can have a totally different definition and outcome. Again, I can't stop you. Again, if you're over the age of six, you know about the word nigger. You do. You're just bullshit you're acting. So again, every time I hear it, I don't hear it, Robert. I need I need clarification. I don't understand. All I hear is, come on, Robert. Come on, big boy. Come on. Just let me say it. Let me call you a nigger. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. I've been practicing. Ooh, I've been doing push-ups. Ah uh, man, I I swallowed a bunch of salt water. I'm ready, Robert. Ooh, come on, let me call you a nigger. Just one time. Gang, that's literally all I fucking hear. Gang, we're in the home stretch. We can do it. We can do it. We got one more topic, but you know how we switch gears in this show. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. All right, home stretch. Gang, we're going to hit Ben, tiny hands, small feet, little dick. My wife's a doctor. I don't know what a wet-ass P word is, Shapiro. Gang, I acknowledge that some of this is probably an act. He's an entertainer. He is, right? He, he needs views. This is how Ben Shapiro makes his living. I was reunited with a friend here recently and she wants to come on this show. I'm like, hell yeah. I love this girl. She's my little depression buddy. We're fantastic together. And she heard a clip and she was like, is that your voice? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> of course it is. It's like, that doesn't sound like you. That must be like your work voice because I'm a different person at work than I am in my home life. I am. And so it is like, I'm sure I've got an entertainment persona as well. Ben Shapiro has one. Again, this is how he makes his living. I do this for fun. I enjoy it. Hashtag sponsors hit me up. So I acknowledge some of this is entertainment, but the problem with Ben, and here's the difference between me and someone like a Ben. I'm kicking the actual factuals. I am. Ben is talking to a certain audience. Again, I've said this once. I'll say it a million times. One person's act, one person's uh, joke is 50,000 other people's battle crime. He may not believe 37% of the shit that comes out of his mouth, but there are 37 million people who actually think that way. But every time I fucking find Ben Shapiro, and I'm sure it's just, you know, the YouTube algorithm feeding me this stuff, but I know this is a big part of his act. That dude is so anti, and he'll tell you otherwise, but he's not. That dude is so anti-LGBTQ, it's not even funny. It's not. And there was an NFL commercial that came out, and it's the NFL is gay. The NFL is lesbian. The NFL is transgender there. And they they went down this list of like 15 things of what the NFL is. And then at the end of the commercial, it's the NFL shield in rainbow colors. Now in typical Ben fuck face Shapiro fashion, right? And this is what he does. He will light a single match. He will put it on a concrete floor. There's nothing flammable within six miles of that one match. That match will burn all the way through. And then Ben Shapiro will sit here and tell you, we just witnessed a fucking forest fire. Five alarm. The worst thing that's ever happened. Right? That's what he does. Again, every fucking hardcore conservative Christian who thinks that gay is bad, that woke is bad, that critical race theory is bad, that people are teaching that America is bad. Hashtag, it kind of sucks sometimes. Right? He, he's playing to them. So I acknowledge that part. But again, his joke is their battle cry. You think I'm bullshitting? Look at January the 6th. Right? And so Ben's going on and he's doing his shtick. And again, it's this, it's this dance monkey dance mentality. Right? It's that Laura Ingram shut up and dribble. I saw a fuck face Dan Crenshaw. You're an insurrectionist, asshole. I know you served in the United States military, but guess what? You're a fucking traitor, dude. Fuck you. I know this is going to sound like a cheap shot. I hope you lose your fucking other eye. Yeah, you supported the insurrection. Go fuck yourself. You disgraced a uniform, Jack. Where the fuck was I? Fuck. <laughs> I got a little bit of focus. Oh You know what time it is. Shit. Fuck that emotional maggot. Seriously. Oh, that's where I was. But again, it's it's, this whole... Athletes have been using their... People of prominence, period, have been using their platform since people have had platforms. Like I said, yeah, you may give the fucking janitor at your place a work $100 gift card for Christmas, but when your janitor says, don't kill black people, it's a great message. But what's his name? Gang, there are people who fucking hate the game of football. Load the game of football. But they know the name Colin Kaepernick. He's using his platform to get across an insanely important message. Right? And so, I mean, again, it's like the bins, the Dans, and all these assholes You know, it's like, why can't you just do the job I'm paying you to do? Well, you'll never guess what, fuckface. They are. They are. And Ben went on this rant. And again, because he is anti-LGB. He'll say he's not, but again, he is. What's so hard about supporting our gay and trans, lesbian, bi, intersex, asexual? All of them. What is so hard? I said hard. Insert sex joke there. What is so hard about when 100% accepting someone for who and what they are? And Ben's going on these fucking tangents about gay this and gay that. You know, and why does the NFL have to be gay? Why can't they just play the game? Right? There's going to be this backlash. I don't think the left is ready for it. No, Ben. I don't think you're ready for it. Because I agree with you in one thing, fuckface. There is a backlash, and it's happening right now. Again, you either evolve or you fucking die. You are going to die on the vine because they are changing. Again, it, it, it had to come from the NFL. The, the stereotypical macho man factory just stood up and said, yo, we support LGBTQ in every way, shape, and form. Right? When, when the male cheerleader, and yes, put an asterisk by this one, I'm being very stereotypical. But when the male cheerleading coalition gets together and says, we support LGBTQ, what is everyone going to say? But well, of course you do. Right? There There's nothing jarring about that. There's nothing that righteously jars people out of empathy. Right? But again, the NFL locker room, the college football locker room, the high school locker rooms. When it comes to football, has been stereotypically a bastion for homophobia. I was in those uh, camps, gang. And I've already apologized to my main man, fucking Carl, fucking motherfucking Massive massive. Nassib. I should have spoke up. Again, if you didn't tell the joke, you either laughed at the joke or you stayed in silence. All three portions of that fucked-up-ass triangle of homophobia were all guilty. I put myself in there. I should have stood up. I didn't do it then, but I'm doing it now. It had to come from the fucking NFL, right? So when Ben's sitting here, he's like, it's you know, why does it have to be gay? Because it has to be, Ben. It fucking has to be. Now, gang, I'm looking at the clock. And this one's going to be a little bit. I'm going to slow play this topic because it's fucking important. But I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained again. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix again. Then I'll be back for part two. Uh, th- two. Fuck that. Part three of Gin
1: and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth.
0: Right, gang, let's wrap up fuck face, tiny hands. I've never experienced a wet ass pussy fucking shapiro So, gang, let me and, and again it's like, why does the NFL have to be gay? Right? It's like first and foremost, shut the fuck up. Again, they're simply using their eating again. Go find me someone who fucking hates football. You know, my best friend, he doesn't, I don't know if he hates football. He just he's agnostic on the topic. Come come September, and if I told Simon, you know it's football season, right? You know what his response would be? Football. <laughs> I don't think he hates it, he just doesn't enter his fucking sphere, right? But I can go to Simon and say, What's the NFL stand for? It was like National Football League. Even people who are somewhere in between where Simon is agnostic two people who fucking hate it. They know what the NFL is, Jack. And so the NFL is using that tremendous platform to even reach people who don't like, don't care, don't know about the game of football. They're using that platform to further an incredibly important fucking message, right? And again, he went on this fucking tangent about gay this and gay that. And I've said this, about Fuckface Frank Turek and uh Newt Fuckface Gingrich. Newt, I cheated on my wife when she had fucking cancer Gingrich. Not even gay people think about fucking gay sex as much as these assholes do. Now I'm gonna hit it with a little bit of Fox News, fucking Fuckface, fuck me, fuck you, fuck your mama, fuck your high school tennis coach, Fuck the person who cut your yard, McDonald's, Mac Ribs, Mac fuck Mac fuck neo-Nazi Carlson. Let's do a little bit of his shit. Let's let's finish off the Ben Shapiro shit with a little Ben, little bit of Tucker Carlson speak. Why does Ben Shapiro talk about gay sex so much? I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Now you could Google whether Ben is straight, but where's the fun in that? Maybe we should just speculate and maybe spread the rumor that Ben Shapiro loves to chug cock. Maybe his asshole has been opened up till it's the size of a manhole cover. I really don't know, I'm just asking questions, right? Again, no one thinks about gay sex more than hardcore conservatives who say they hate gay sex, right? And so again, he turned this into a conversation that no one is having, right? It's like, because they said, you know what? Our gay brothers and sisters, everyone on the LGBTQ Fucking Spectrum is good to go with the NFL. That's all they said. That is all they said, gang. But what did fuckface Ben Shapiro say? Right? His monkey ass got up there and said, now the NFL is saying that if you are straight, if you have conservative values, if you read the Bible, and he actually said this, if you read the Bible and you go to church and you believe in God, they hate you now. Hey, fuckface. Mr. Facts don't care about your feelings. Let's stick to the facts. Where in that message did they say anything of this sort? I'll give you a hint. They fucking didn't say that. Right? They said it's like Black Lives Matter. This time last year, this country took the message that Black Lives Matter to mean fuck all white people. Nowhere. Nowhere in Black Lives Matter is it even implied that white lives don't matter. But the bigger establishment feels a little bit threatened. And why? Not not because they're being taken out of the spotlight. They're being asked to share the spotlight. And again, equality feels like oppression to those in power. Right? Right? No, no one thinks about gay sex more than straight people who claim to hate it. Right? My main man, fucking Carl, motherfucking, massive, massive. He's not thinking about Ben Shapiro when he's fucking a dude. He's not. Now, just imagine, again, this dude is six foot seven. It is a scientifically proven fact that he has a dick that's 22.3 meters long. It's fucking enormous. His dick is so big. Well, he, He's got some dude named Jim that he's dating. He's telling Jim, you know what, Jim? It Carl Massive Nassive, in his right hand, he's got the base of his dick. His left hand is open and he's, Slapping his fucking massive seventy-seven foot dick in his left hand like a cop slapping the palm of his hand with his billy club when he's getting ready to beat up a black dude. He tells Jim, "Jim, you need first and foremost, Jim, spread your butt cheeks. Jim, do not take this butt fucking personally. This one's gonna hurt, Jim." Again, I checked before I did this podcast. It has been measured by the fucking telescopes from NASA. Carl Massive, NASA's dick, can wrap around the Earth five fucking times, Jack. All he is thinking is fucking Jim in the butt cheeks until his dick goes into his brain, giving him a lobotomy. How much do you think he's talking thinking about Ben Shapiro? That answer is none. He's not thinking about Ben Shapiro one fucking ounce, but Ben Shapiro is thinking about him. yet nobody thinks about gay sex more than fucking a hardcore religious conservative who says that they're straight. Again, I'm not fucking uh making an accusation. I'm just asking questions. Again, gang, it had to be the NFL. It had to be the NFL. In- Bubba, Bubba is making sure Bubby's o- uh, Buddy's okay. This is a very tender moment, gang. If I can ever find a way to make this a YouTube, I can show you guys what's going on right now. Buddy's asleep. Good job, Bubba. You're a good burrito. You're a good burrito. But back on topic. Okay, again, no one thinks more about this shit then hardcore Christian and Jewish conservatives, apparently, who say they don't think about it. It had to be the fucking NFL gang. Like I said, if it's the coalition of fucking petite male cheerleaders, no one's going to give a shit. That's why Carl Massive Nassib had to be the one to come out of the fucking closet. He doesn't fit the fucking stereotype. The NFL, football in general, fits the exact opposite stereotype. Right, we're the most, and we were, we were the most homophobic assholes on the planet. And now the NFL is taking up the charge saying, you know what, fuck that. So again, fuck face Ben Shapiro, go fuck yourself. Gang, Uncle Bobby has given you a shit ton of fucking problems. Now Uncle Bobby's going to give you a shit ton of motherfucking solutions. First one up, fucking Christian pastors are still pulling this gay homophobic bullshit Shut the fuck up. Again, the only difference between fuck you and fuck you is the tone of my voice. Right? Still doing that fucking shucking and jiving. Again, I think it would be kinder just to go up. Sorry, Bubba. (laughs) And just shoot someone in the fucking chest with a 12-gauge. That would be kinder. But you guys going to hug someone around the neck. You kiss them on the cheek. You tell them you love them, and then you fucking prison shank them with the melted toothbrush. Right? Your message has not changed. Right? Again, it, the only reason why it's taking you 1,500 years to not really figure out how to talk to gay people is because your worldview foundation is sitting on some bullshit. Again, I won't even charge you 10%. I'll do it just for the love of everyone on this fucking planet. You want to know how to talk to gay people? Like gay people. Uh, I'm sorry, Freudian slip. Hashtag, I'm an asshole. You want to know how to talk to gay people? Like fucking people. It's really all that easy. Think about how you want to be treated. I'm sorry. You know what? Take that back. Because you Christians think you're a pile shit that deserve to be tortured. Right? Just don't even think about it. Just take it from fucking Uncle Bobby. Just talk to them like fucking people. Next one up, people who still think the homeless people are fucked up and deserve what they got. They chose to be homeless. All you see is an addiction. Shut the fuck up. Again, there's not a single person either listening to this podcast or not listening. Every single last one of us is one, two, maybe three bad choices away from being in that spot, right? If all you see is someone plastered drunk at 7 a.m. on the side of the road, and you're like, oh, they're just a drunk, then you're missing 99% of the other fucking issues, right? How about this, faces? Do you wanna sit here and get plastered on cheap beer at 7 a.m.? Oh, that answer is no? Okay, then again, step out of your ego for just a second. Why are they getting drunk at 7 o'clock in the morning, right? Oh, well, Robert, he had a chance to stay with his rich uncle, so he chooses to be... Shut the fuck up! If living behind a fucking dumpster, if risking daily rape, eating food so rotten, a billy goat wouldn't touch it, drinking fucking Mickeys and O.E., 69 cents, fucking 40 ounces of liquid crack. You're trying to drown something, you fucking assholes. Again, if all you see is an issue, then you are missing a person. And that person could be you. I hope and pray before God and four more white people that if you ever find out that you are in their situation, that we treat you better than what you treat them. Next one up, people who still think that it's a woman's fault that she got raped, shut the fuck up. That is 1950s fucking playbook, Jack. Drop it. Again, don't teach women how to dress. Teach boys not to rape. It's really that simple. And everyone who thinks they're going to be fucking gung-ho, oh, just take them in his balls. Again, it's super easy to be Princess Diana for Femiscara you know, when you're just sitting in a calm situation, but when your ass is hemmed up against a wall, the adrenaline's pumping, he's three times your size. You don't get to say what you would do. And again, this part, I'm definitely coming at you with a little bit of kindness and softness. Unlike Christians, I fucking mean it. Keep that phrase out of your fucking mouth because you don't know how you're fucking the other women up who get to hear you say that. It's like telling a depressed person, just be happy. Well, why do not you just kick him into the balls? Then she feels like shit, like, why did I just kick him in the balls? I'll tell you why she did it. She was scared off her ass. And fear is the greatest paralyzer there is. So again, take this old school theories, wipe your ass with it, and never repeat them. You have no idea how much fucking damage you're actually doing. For everyone who's still asking, why can't I call white people niggers as a caucasoidal person from the island of caucuses? Shut the fuck up. Again, every time you fucking say that, you think you're launching the world's most logical fucking arguing point. And all black people here is, come on, come on, come on, give it to me. Give it just one time. Just one time. I want to call you a nigger with no penalty. Let me say it. Just let me, come on, come on. I've been waiting for this my whole life. That's all we hear. Right. Again, funny how it is. Blacks have been called niggers by whites for over 400 years and it was never a problem. Right. Until you fucking heard Cardi B say it. Go fuck yourself. Closet racist. Actually, not even in the closet anymore. Now we fucking see you, Jack. Last one up. Tiny Tim, tiny hands, tiny feet. I've never been in the same room when a woman's had a fucking orgasm. I still drink from a fucking sippy cup. My mommy has to cut up my steak so I can eat it. Ben fucking Shapiro. Shut the fuck up. Again, dude, stop it. Athletes have been using their platform. Everyone who's had a platform has used their platform to get important messages across since the dawn of time. Right. Again, never in the history of fucking. Why can't you just play football? Hey, fuck face. Turns out that's exactly what they do. Now, I will 100 percent get behind your argument, Ben. The moment I see a quarterback call out all the signals, call out all the audibles and before he says hike. Pulls his center's pants down. Pulls his pants down. It's a game at 12 noon. There's 7.5 million watchers. And while his center is bent over, butt naked, jock strapped, still on, the quarterback butt fucks him in front of everybody. Right? The moment that happens, Ben, I will be on your side. I will 100% behind you, Jack. Hashtag insert joke there. I said I would be behind Ben Shapiro. Hashtag he's also not my type. Go fuck him. He's a bigot. They are doing the job they're paid to do, and that is to play football. All the activism and everything else, fuck face, happens before the game. And here's the thing, you don't have to watch it. You don't. Isn't that how the free market works, Ben? Right? The free market of ideas. If you don't like the product, shut the fuck up and don't watch it. Right? How how many podcasts have I done? On the Real Housewives or wherever the fuck it is they are, Huntsville, Texas. You want to know why you never hear me talk about it? Because I don't give a shit about it. I don't I, I don't know what drama they're pulling out of their ass because I don't care. Ben, if you don't like sports now because of two minutes of pregame activism interrupts a three-hour fucking football game, shut the fuck up. We don't need your fucking viewership. And I'm so sorry that 120 seconds of don't kill black people. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. I'm so sorry that a preseason commercial that does not affect the scheduling at all whatsoever to say, you know what? I know before again, we were the bastion of homophobia, but not anymore. The NFL, hey, LGBTQ, we stand with you. That does not affect scheduling. That does not affect off-season schedule uh, signings. That doesn't affect shit. One 30-second commercial bothers you so much that you don't want to watch football. Okay, don't watch it. Go fuck yourself. Ah, that was easy. Gang, I did not mean for this episode to take this long, but here we are again. I've held you long enough. The big guy signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go Jen
1: and truth. Let's-